It's going and going. Damn, we are back at the Ard Podcast. Back look, at another for another edition yeah, of Ard here. Look at, at us, Warehouse on Watts. Look at us. Look at us. We 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 record. We're recording. The last episode we recorded has already been put out. Yeah. Get a load of us. Get a load of these guys doing our thing. Do consistency. Know, up, up to the time. Up to the time. Yeah. There we go. But yeah, man, we're back doing the thing. People are really excited that we're back. People I, are excited. I got the. Uh, <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of DJs that are right about to go back to work for the first time that were just like really like trying to take notes on like what not to play. And all we did was talk about what not to play. Last well, week. yeah. Well, I kind of actually have a retraction on that. Okay. Hit um, me. Because, well, I feel I just feel like I overstated the lack of uh, male. Male artists. Oh, there's one particular artist that uh, I think you were mentioning. Yeah, uh, you do I, get a lot of requests for. These yeah, days. and I, I do get a lot of pop smoke requests. Right. Which you know that's cool for me. Yeah. Although he's not always the easiest songs to just slide in the mix. You yeah. kind of have to be in a certain right. because he does have all them R and B joints, but they're really mellow. The one that samples genuine. And the one that samples Tamiya. Right. And the one, the, uh, but I would like to play, could I get the old Oxini? Right. He kind of had a bunch all at one time last summer. Weren't really in the clubs to play them, right? No. But, um, not if, you know. But like I was saying, they're, they're very mellow. It's not something you want to throw on at the party. Then he's got his drill joints, which you kind of got to be in that zone to play. So when you get the pop smoke request, you can't always just be like, "Yeah, no problem." It's I got you. Next song. Yeah, it's usually like a, "Give me a little bit," and in that bit between that time, you might forget or something like that. True. You know, or it just might be coming from like a dude or something, and you're just like, "Why now?" Like everyone's having a good time dancing to some rhythms or something. But like regardless, that. the point is, you do play some pop smoke. I songs. do. I do. But there's a new one off his new album, which came out. We didn't really talk about that. It's pretty good, the album. It's, it's well produced. And yeah. It's, it's done well. He's got the joint with Pharrell. Oh, yeah. And um, I really like it. It is only a minute and 44 seconds long. It's good warm up. Listen to those drums. Yeah. And Pharrell just does the Pharrell thing so well on this one, man. This this Pharrell like melody is so That's my shit right there, I got to say. Yeah, it's kind of tight. Yeah, yeah I'm not mad at that. Mm. But um, speaking of posthumous albums, guess who has a new album coming out? Tupac. Oh, no. Close. Aaliyah. Aaliyah. That's right. Interesting. New. Well, and also, like, her music, I think next month is all finally coming to streaming. Don't yeah. know if you noticed, but uh, there's been no Aaliyah on your Spotify's, or you can't buy her music on iTunes for the last few years. They've just been in... I did not notice yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's going to be... Two great things, because one, all these Aaliyah songs are going to pop up on every R&B playlist in the whole world. You're right, 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 right. And that's going to be great, because the world, there's probably a whole generation of kids that don't know who Aaliyah is, who are probably, you know what I mean? Yeah. In a, in a way. And it know? might be. Yeah. Do you see that meme? No, Maybe what? it's a TikTok meme. No. Where the girl buys the Aaliyah shirt, 
And she says she just copped this Ayala shirt. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But um, but I'm actually like thinking, you know, over if you're going to make a single posthumous album, uh, I just like to say posthumous. But yeah. if you make an album and it's like 15, 20 years later, uh-huh. like there's a good chance that it's probably going to be a pretty good album. Well, yeah. also, speaking of releases you said posthumous and i'm thinking of posthumous of de la soul and i thought his there, name was posthumous it could be well, but he, i'm trying to uh, so give know. me a little uh poetic license with my wordplay oh i right? got you i got you um yeah so there should just came out two people are really excited about that and i own all their albums i've like i it's never been like a source of stress for me right. i feel like right. i have uh de la soul's music and I have just the amount that I need need as a DJ right. and to listen to, but a lot of people are psyched. I guess it's more for them monetarily, right? Like they can they can get paid. Yeah. What was the deal with? Their I think they they own their masters again yeah. now. Uh huh. Something like that, and then since it's on streaming, they're actually going to get paid. I also think that there are also multiple controversies involved with like what's going on with Tommy Boy music yeah. in 2020 mm. 21. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, I feel like they haven't fully well worked all their shit. Information out. Society was on Tommy Boy. Okay, and I, well, they're on all my 80s playlists. Maybe I'm wrong. If you want to go back to episode 1 of I got podcast. I have an 80s playlist <laughs> uh, that I have some Information Society on as well. Uh-huh. Not just pure energy, but walking away also. Walking away, yeah, well, and running. They running. were they were trying to get away from a lot. There's they a lot had of walking travel. away. They had running, and you then, know. And what's on your mind? Pure energy. Pure, pure, pure energy. Uh, speaking of things that sound like pos. Uh huh. Nas. Yeah. The the King's Dead Two, right? Yeah, yeah. The album? I listened to that record the day it came out, or like the next day. It's it's getting good feedback. It was. It was really good. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to say. Just top to bottom, I thought it was a really good album. I'm like, there's nothing about it. This is like the songs I need to bang. They're, you know, bang them in the club. But I was right, like, but for right, a listening, right. you know, some age appropriate rap. You know? This is the and this is what <laughs> the, the thing is like. This is where I feel like, uh, you know, I guess Rihanna. She keeps winning in the world and making money with the, with the cosmetics and the perfume just That's, sold out. She hey, just, they just announced I need, that I need a, a new song. I'm still playing not, work like it's fucking new. Well, so. The thing is, like, they just announced, like, you know, she's, like, a billionaire and uh-huh. all that stuff, but, like, and then there's also rumors that she had a reggae album was supposed to come out, like, three uh, yeah, years that's, ago, that's a and five-year-old rumor, hundreds yeah. of songs in the can that, you know, we mm. still haven't heard. First of all, if that's true, like, she has the best team of preventing leaks because right, these rappers yeah. cannot keep their shit from leaking. Mm-hmm. But my point is, Nas is wealthy from being a venture capitalist and, like, and doing all kinds of stuff in the world of, like, finance and, like, Silicon Valley and stuff like that. He's, like, he's made himself super rich that way. So he's a guy that's not, like... I have to put it. He's also a legacy artist that yeah. can just be like he could just go every five Illmatic. years. He can yeah. do another Illmatic reunion, right. yeah. you know what I mean? Tour and yeah. just like whatever he sells out wherever he wants to go. So mm-hmm. like that's great. But so I feel like Rihanna's gonna put an album out when she fucking feels like it. That's mm-hmm. what I feel like when she misses music so bad that she has to put an album out. Yeah, and I feel like Nas is in that place because like the the, the amount of quality that I got from that album was right. just like this is a person that is not doing this for any other reason. Well, other he than put the, out that album great. like four years ago. Yeah, too, it was our yeah, ago. and it was cool. But yeah. I feel like this that was right. the Kanye album. 
Or was that one of the Kanye like the seven, Kanye song seven songs? Yeah, 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 with the Pusher T, yeah, and then the Kid Cudi. You know, all out of all those records, all those seven songs, I, mean, uh-huh. I couldn't find seven single songs out of all of them put together that I gave two f's about. I mean, the Pusher T was pretty dope. I like at the time I was like, this is perfect because. It's all like well produced, and it's only seven songs. I can listen to it on my way to CVS. And this is going to upset some of our audience here, but quoting the great Lickle Wayne, "Fuck Pusha T and anybody who love him." Oh wow! Okay, that's where you know that's what the hottest (laughs) takes. That's you know I don't know you know I'm just like on I'm on I'm on Team Drizzy. So uh, is the Drizzy dropping? Man, that if you know if if you know you know is I speaking of the Drizzy dropping. Yeah, I'm not going to deny Push T's got yeah. dopeness. And, and he I'm also not said deny that clips were awesome. 13 years of selling Johnson and Johnson. Man. I was <laughs> a baby face monster. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's what he was actually <laughs> rapping yeah, was right. a Push T song. <laughs> right, right. Oh, man. Um, what, what did you just say, Jabari? Oh, we were talking about the jersey dropping. Yeah, I feel like uh, he's just waiting for Kanye to stop trolling him. Yeah. That's why Kanye keeps not dropping the album. It's just to like not oh, let Drake have Drake. a date, yeah. so he can just somehow like he. I don't know. It's just um, like a weird thing. Hey, like, Drake, more people care about you than yeah. Kanye. Do not let that. If that is truly the reason, that's not a good reason, because Kanye has consistently dropped albums to much hype that no one listens to a week later. I mean, I didn't yeah. go. I didn't go. Did you guys either of you guys check out the second second stream release? I've only seen clips of it. I didn't like okay, the, first the first one. one had watched first one watched. And again, like not a fucking drum to be found on the whole mm. record. The second one, I didn't watch it, but I saw some tweets and people were like, wow, those drums. Yeah. All right. So I don't know if it was like the same album more or less. And he threw some drums underneath it. I don't know what's going on. I, but whatever the official release is, it's supposed to be on, uh, to, as of this recording on the 11th. Yeah. It's supposed to be coming out on the 15th. Um, okay. If he's going to actually drop it or not. But even if you put a whole bunch of drums on the first stuff that I heard, like, it's like, Drake's music is like completely like just different. You know, right. he doesn't well, need to, he doesn't need to worry about Kanye's release date. That's another. Way. He should just pick a day and put that shit out regardless of what he does. Yeah, that's another uh, retraction I have from the last episode. Is that the newer Drake? What's next? And yeah. uh, the hook to the joint with little baby. Yeah. Um, what's that one called again? Wants and needs. Yeah. Yeah. The, he starts off, and shout out, Emil texted me this. He was like, what is the pattern that he's rapping to at the beginning of that? You know what I'm talking about? Like, listen to this shit. Man. It's like, it's listen like to the, the acapella part, right? It's like yeah. it's like when a DJ remixes a song without having heard it, and the the vocals are like a half bar off. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about yeah, when yeah, that happens? Yeah. And you're like, oh, this person's never heard the song they're remixing because oh, yeah. that actually should have dropped on the one and it's on the two. That shit used to drive us crazy. When all the, well, listen all the dance music in. guys from other overseas would like yeah. remix some like hip hop song and they would just have it all off. Right. <laughs> Yo, leave me out the comments. Leave me out the, the nonsense. There's no drums either, so you're even more confused of where it's supposed to go. Then when the drums come in, it gets normal. It kind of drops on time, though. Then, it, like, yeah. <laughs> then it's back to like standard flow. He's just, he's just spitting Acapulco. Yeah, yeah. It's, it is very like Figaro, Figaro, Figaro. Um, you heard a, uh, 
Tay Keith production from uh, Smiley and the, Drake. The McDonald's commercial? No, not the McDonald's Do you commercial. know what I'm talking about, though? That yes, McDonald's I commercial do. that has the drop. Right, <laughs> I, I do. I do. There's a McDonald's commercial? Yeah, and the, the, I guess he did the he, beat he did for the it, but it's got the drop. <laughs> <laughs> um, but have you heard Over the Top, Smiling, Smiley and Drake, featuring Drake? Oh, yeah, that shit's good. That's just a banger. You want, you want to, uh, up, uh, hold on. Oh, Who is Smiley? And, and I don't know, but the, he got a banger with Drake out right now. Yeah, he's probably someone, right? Like, Drake always kind of hops on features of... And then Drake comes in with that Drake flow that's like the, the best. Yeah, he sounds really good on this. Yes. Yeah, Drizzy. That's the fucking Drake we need. I think Certified Love Boy is going to fucking deliver, man. That record is going to be phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, because you know. Because the one thing about Drake, you don't like, he's not a push the album back guy. Right. His uh-huh. shit just, you know, drops. It drops secretly, like on Christmas when, uh, if, uh, if you're reading this, is too late. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he'd just be dropping. So for him to keep pushing it further and further back and just be like, whatever, you know, this is going to be a good one. You know what I think is kind of interesting is that when Drake first came out, 40 was the one that didn't really have drums. Yeah. And now he's, he's got great, all the though, drums. Dude, he, yeah, 40, man. He, I always say one of my Ew. favorite like beats, and and it's re- one of the reason why it's one of my favorite songs is the uh, Alicia Keys "Unthinkable." Mm-hmm. I remember one time I just ha- was had like in my room and I just had like a downloaded a pack of instrumentals and I was just letting them play, and that instrumental came on and I just had my headphones on and I just like got sucked into it. I was like, "Dude, this beat is so good." That yeah. So good. Um, yeah, so if you watch a lot of sports like me, you may. This is the McDonald's commercial. For the original crispy chicken sandwich. <laughs> That's what the commercial's for? Yeah. Just when you thought it couldn't get any better than crispy, juicy, and tender, we went and added spicy. Some 808s to that <laughs> chicken. Introducing McDonald's new spicy, crispy chicken sandwich. Speaking of, did you guys hear that? That's so great. Uh, speaking of McDonald's, you know, there's, there. did you know that they're putting the vaccine in, in the sweetie meal? <laughs> Is this sweetie meal really dropping? It dropped. Oh, did it? I think. Has anyone tried it? I haven't tried it yet. Uh, I'll tell you what's on it. It's a well, first of all, you guys know Saweetie is like kind of notorious for being the person on her TikTok that like mashes up food in disgusting ways. And oh, yeah. that's where the memes are coming from. Then I didn't yeah, really get so, the memes. Like I saw all these funny memes, and I kind of like they were kind of funny, but I didn't know that I didn't get the tie into Saweetie. I'm on McDonald's.com. The Saweetie meal is here, so that mother, that's out there. So uh, head out to your local McDonald's. What's actually part of the Saweetie meal? And they also, you have the opportunity to remix it like Sweetie. All right, first of all, she's just bees triggering everything up by putting the meat on top of the bun and uh-huh. whatnot. I don't know what's in her actual meal. Okay, here's the meal. A Big Mac, four-piece chicken nuggets, Sprite, world-famous fries, and Sweetie, and, oh, they're calling the sweet and sour sauce, Sweetie and sour and tangy barbecue sauces. You're getting two sauces. You're getting sweet and sour. You're getting barbecue. You're getting a Sprite. You're getting some fries. 
Uh, here, let me give you the quote. It sounds like Big the Mac. Travis Scott. When you give meal. all Big Mac energy like Sweetie, it's Big only Mac right you energy. order the Big Mac. <laughs> Four piece chicken McNuggets. Chicken McNuggets are the perfect finger food to show off your nails. Sprite. Keep it icy with a cold Sprite. She is the icy girl. World famous fries. Ice on my wrist, but my fries are always golden. Oh, boy. There's bars in, in this in this website. And then Sweetie <laughs> and Sour and Tangy Barbecue Sauces. Same sweet and sour sauce, just a little iced out for the drop. Plus, you get it with barbecue sauce to make your meal complete. Oh. There it is. That's the whole Sweetie meal right there. Went, uh, but then there's also a contest to, re- to, to remix it to get VIP tickets to check out the Icy Queen performing live at a festival in Vegas. Now, Damn. that's cool because I feel like a few months ago, there was like Sweetie on the boardwalk standing, like doing like free concert outside. <laughs> Do you guys remember that? Well, that that best friend, man, that is the one of the biggest songs yeah. with Doja Cat. That's a Sweetie track, right? That's not a Doja Cat. Is that a Doja Cat track? or No, nah, it's a Sweetie track. I is think it? That, no, Sweetie featuring Doja Cat. Here's the thing, man. It might be on Doja Cat's album. So there's, yeah. there's tears, right? There's tears of the lady rappers right now, and you got the, the, the queen, the legacy yeah. queen. You got... Nikki, and then you got Cardi B, who's like the now hit maker. But then and you got Megan, Megan who's yeah. like right behind her. And yeah. then uh, you know, yeah, Sweetie, like kind of right, right there no, behind on, them. From a from a pop level, I like, I go Sweetie. Like if I need to, if I need to do one of the girl raps that I feel like I will will have no doubt, like getting everyone on board, mm-hmm. it's Sweetie over Megan. Yeah. But what Sweetie? Like tap in or best friend? Best friend, yeah. My type. Oh, yeah. My t- that's really that's 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 it, right? Icy. I don't really do icy. I'll, I'll play my neck, my back before because with icy, she just it's cool at that can't stop, won't stop it. But after the ra- after that initial that song's part, like it kind of just drones a on. Minute and eleven seconds. Yeah, there's no yeah for something to drone on. Drone I don't know. On. But um, the truth is, like she 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 makes hits. She's a hit maker. Yeah, she's a she's a pop. She's she's the most pop star of all of them. I think. That's my that's my take on it. I I, I take Megan. I'm no, over Cardi, nah, dude. No, over Ma- Sweetie. Uh, nah. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm not talking about your preference or or talent. I'm saying on a pop star as a pop star. Oh, yeah. I think Sweetie is at the top. But uh, yo, there was a very uh, old man rap uh, event that took place last week. Oh yeah, the the. The verses, the verses between the dipset and the locks. Yeah, I, I, I got it, and I got to say, I haven't been a, a dedicated verses watcher. Right. Um, I, I do remember one time there was a verses, and I like texted you or yeah, and you were like, "There's verses on my phone right now. Don't what are you doing?" Right, like, that was the Risen <laughs> premiere. Right, that was that was probably the first and only one that I watched in its entirety. That was also one of them where I forget which one of them was that just didn't know how to make Instagram live work for That him. was the Rizza, but it he was the, it was also the first one where I wasn't Rizza was the better performer. I mean, and Premier's selection wasn't like he played this MOP song and I I was like I think I heard that before, you know? Mm-hmm. But when I think of MOP, I don't think of Premier Beats. That was also the night everyone found out that Premier didn't produce Annie up because everyone kept yelling it in the comments and everyone else was like, he didn't produce that. <laughs> how, did you, actually, how did anybody ever even think that? Cause production because production style-wise, it just, it, I mean, well, I get it's it at the era. it's kind of choppy with the brass and the band, 
Ben, but yeah, it's very it's Dr. Period who did Smooth the Hustler, Broken Language, okay. and a lot of the early MOP stuff. It's that Brownsville. It just doesn't like, sound like a premiere beat. No, no, I. Th but I think that's the thing. Like they wanted it to be, and he did do a lot of like that stuff in that for he MOP. He did MOP, in that era. but like yeah. my if I'm doing MOP DJ premiere, I'm doing Brownsville. Okay, B -b 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 Brownsville, Brownsville. But I digress. Yeah, that was the only one I worked. I watched. Uh, I would check in on other ones. I would see the live tweeting on other ones. It just Instagram Live is not a vehicle for entertainment, you know, at all, because one, it's on your phone. But this night, I kept hearing about it. I'm a huge Dipset fan, right? We're all like yeah. Dipset coincided with you know the Holotronics era sure. perfectly. It was definitely on the same. Uh, Vibe and this, and that they shouted Shout out, out to E Mind and Bo Bliz and the White Tees and White Belts right. crew. Yeah, yeah. Those and guys, and Emil made like 14 different dipset related t shirts right. in that era, too. <laughs> right. right. The Don't Watch Me Watch TV. I think, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so they. They did like the masterpiece about about it shit. They did throwback shit like MC8, straight up menace. So they always were like shouting out the West Coast, down south, and they were still also very New York at the same time. So right. I always liked that about them. They kind of I felt like they ushered in the new New York, like post along with Capone and Noriega at the time too. They were also nah, they doing were a lot of cross office then. stuff. Well, I guess I guess Noriega was doing then, Noriega yeah. was doing that stuff before then. Actually. Yeah, but. The locks, their era coincided with the height of New York, which is this is True. what I didn't realize or at the time when I thought, oh, Dipset's got it for sure. Right. Um, the locks was their the Jiggy era, right? right? So they not only had like their street shit, but they had so many club bangers that stand the test of time because right. of that shiny bad boy style production or the Swiss Beats production right. of Rough Riders. And, uh, and well, there were and also, so many features that of huge songs. You know what I mean? I think I there was a moment I know when uh, Joel's uh, Santana like called them out for having like where your girl songs or something. Oh like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. And then yeah. they had like yeah four or five in a Yo, row. They were all like and it was big bangers. And, but, and, but they, and then the you realize like Dipset doesn't have that many. <laughs> well, no. Here's the thing. They their DJ was, was really leading the show. He was the conductor. He had all the verses ready with the instrumental so they can flow like the way a DJ would play a medley. Like if you were going to do a Jadakiss feature medley, you would do it like that and then have everyone singing along and then groove, groove. So he was, just a, he was just another part of the band. Oh, dude, just they like were like, yo, really we need that tune. Barry White. We need that Barry White for my man. And they shouted out some dude. That they knew, and he dropped the fucking Barry Barry White, the dun -dun -dun -dun, dun -dun -dun. Right. and he was doubling it up while Jadakiss was like freestyling over it. Wow. He was like, "This how you know it ain't a fixed fight. So, We're doing freestyles," and, so, and, and it, it was just yeah. their stage presence just blew them off the water, and, and it the, was really a, an amazing hip hop moment. I got hype as shit, and I was a Dipset guy, but it was like at the end of Rocky Four when the Russians were chanting for Rocky by right. the end. And he was like, I might not like you. <laughs> you yeah. But if I can do it, and you can do it, then we can do it. Right, right. And it was, it was that. And then, like, you just go to see 
like Jada Kiss is like in great shape. He does like a smoothie company or something. They're all like, like that. that. Yeah, Styles yeah. B too. Oh, right. you ever see Jada Kiss doing pull-ups? Yeah, that yeah, that He's was a beast. And, and I was like, man, this is how you age gracefully in rap. You know what I mean? Like, cause the dip set took on the traditional rap attitude. The Let's just get this money. We don't need to rehearse. We'll rap. Over. And then Jadakiss called them out for rapping over their yeah. songs with the voices. He's like, this is New York. This is the birthplace of hip hop. You're rapping over. You're lip syncing. You're, you're lip syncing. Yeah. And he's like, we don't have no vocals on our instrumentals. And I was like, wow, man. Like the, the, the irony of a product who of a, someone who rose during the Jiggy era, like the most anti-backpack era. They left. I know. I know, they, I know. They turned their back on the, on the shiny suits. Yeah, they and left. they had they always had premiere production and stuff too. I feel like, but I mean, it was like that same energy that had them leave Bad Boy because uh-huh. they thought they were like too shiny. Yeah, yeah, too jiggy. Whereas right. it's like the reason why yeah. they're like the way they are now. They're yeah, just like yeah, they're top t- hip hop to the core. Right, but also that that I feel like that puffy influence had their stage show tight and you know what I mean? Sure. And they had that professionalism that most rappers don't. So what I loved about it was that I feel like I was vindicated for every shitty rap show I ever paid money for to watch like 50 dudes just stand around on stage, act like they'd rather be somewhere else, rap over a dat machine, just playing their, their songs, you know, bad sound, didn't show up to sound check. Don't care. That's usually your experience with with a lot of hip hop shows yeah, right, throughout right. history. So I feel like this was it's hit or miss. Let's yeah, call yeah, it. Let's yeah, say yeah. that. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. For every David Banner who's putting like blood, sweat, and tears into a rap yeah. Show, well, no, I'm know? not saying every rapper. I'm just saying it's all too common. It's it's, yeah. it's all yeah. too common to to go to a rap show and especially the the '90s. I think as hip hop's become more of a pop art form, people realize they need to put out more. But that's that's one thing. But yeah, dude, when he did the girl joints and then he ended it with "Knock Yourself Out," which is like one of my favorite Neptune's joints, one of my favorite Jadakiss joints. I was like, yo, they crushed it, and they just couldn't keep up. They like they were they were playing it just instrumental after instrumental. It was good, man. Yeah. And then I then I'm like, then then Dipset comes back with uh. Crunk, get crunk music. Mm-hmm. Now this here. Oh no, what's the Santana? The, uh, Santana's town. Okay, I'm reloaded. Okay, the Matrix Twelve mm-hmm. joint. And I was like, oh, I don't know, but they did like a half-ass verse of it. They didn't right. do the whole song. They didn't. The DJ played it, and then they were like, you don't know. Stop, stop, stop. We got. And it's like that took away the impact of it. You know, when you drop the first thing and then you have to start over. That takes away that initial oomph of hearing the song, you know? Right, right, right. Unless it's like a pull-up in a dance party. But you got to, I don't know. It was dope, man. It's pretty, uh, I never saw, out of the hundreds and hundreds of responses I saw, both on the Instagram and on Twitter and everything, mm-hmm. to the, not a single person said Dipset came anywhere close to winning. Nah. Like, every, it was, like, so super undisputed. Like Yeah, the, the, yeah. That, and, uh, and, and, uh. So I was like actually doing work. Uh, I'm like trying to do a massive song crate reorganization because uh-huh. I'm already tired of music, um, which we can talk about later. How the the bangers that have been out, they've been out for a little bit now. We need some new bangers. But I kept looking at my phone and seeing the versus live thing, and then I ended up putting it on the YouTube because they got people that are be like versus watch party, 
and it's just them showing the verses. With oh, like, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? That's something you can do on Twitch, too, anytime right. there's some something you don't want to pay for on pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, they do that on Twitch? Do they do yeah. that with UFC fights? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. That's, I'll have to check that that's out. That's new sometime. to me, too. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, like, that's, like, a little too uh, real-time, like, yeah, happening to right. be Twitch able to, don't like, really, shut it yeah, down. Twitch yeah, Twitch don't... Uh, Twitch is more after the fact that they get at you first for stuff. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Interesting. Um, so, so I don't know. That was a really cool thing that happened, and I, and I think it, as for DJs, it was uh, it was redeeming because it showed you how important the, how DJ, is the DJ is in a show. And how important it is to trust the DJ. Because the locks, tr- they never were like, stop, stop, yo, 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 hold up. They never yelled at him. They never told him to stop. But they just, they kept up with him because they were prepared. And they knew their words and they were in shape and they cared about their, their performance. They, it wasn't just a money grab. It wasn't just right. living off their legacy. They were like, yo, this is a chance to remind people how great we are. And I... I went out and bought some lock shit on iTunes that I forgot about. You know, right. I'm like, oh, I need that joint. I need that joint. They you did know? say Jadakiss's streaming numbers went up like 200 percent oh, after got after to. the verses. Got to man, yeah, that's awesome. Uh huh. Yeah. I went out and ate some locks and bagels. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. We all support in different ways. Yeah. <laughs> what else we got going on? Well, Mike, you and I were talking about. Uh, you you were just bringing up the fact that. Uh, to me the other day how you realize there are the most of a lot of the newer rappers that the, you like the rappers seem that to be coming out. from a certain yeah certain place. yeah a lot of the rappers that um you know in a in a jumbled world where it's hard for 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 an old guy like me to keep up for with all the new the new voices right. and the new um I, when they st- stand out to me, they tend to be from Memphis. They tend to be from Memphis. I think I that's feel like the and I feel like that tradition that like three six Tommy Wright the third uh, tradition is still really strong and it's uh, and it's, it, th- th- there's just a vocal power to a lot of their rapping that right. that grabs me, particularly Moneybag Yo. Moneybag Yo. Yeah. yeah, which I played last week. Um, but there's like Black Youngster. Right, uh, black youngster who makes club bangers. Yeah, and Ali Chopper. He he's kind of like uh, sounds a lot like most new stuff, but I like the Welcome Down. That's that was a joint. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, Pushaisty, Pushaisty. Uh, and I'm sure I'm missing a few other ones. Uh, I mean, Yo Gotti's continued to be relevant. Right, yeah. he always comes out with a joint once a year for the club that works. Young Whether d- it gets big or not, it still works. In Young the club. Dolph. Yeah, young Dolph. I mean, he's kind of been absent the last right. like year or two, but I feel like we were saying before. I feel like like Moneybag Yo kind of just sort of took his sound and like uh uh-huh. took it, ran with it. Yeah, yeah. This song's kind of old, but I I I'd just like to share it with people share because it's it's so out. Memphis yeah. uh, to the Tommy right. Unfortunately, and 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 when I say unfortunately, I really mean it. Little pumps on there, right? That jackass, but um. A little Trump, I call it. I call it a little Trump. <laughs> or a little, but a little Trump. This joint goes hard. Shout out to Tay Keith for. Tay Keith. Again. Damn. We about to fuck him up. Look up. Right now. I ain't miss shit when I lost you. No cuss of grip for a walkthrough. Shut up, little bitch, I taught you. Hold you in shit when I knock you. 
So take Heathis from Memphis too. So yeah. shout out to that. Yeah. Well, there's that you know, there's that little Memphis sound. That, 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 that 808 cowbell is that's Tommy Wright, right? Yeah, and also like DJ Zerk, lock him in the trunk. That's where that first came from, I believe. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. I mean, that song's been around for a couple of years. It was never huge, but that was one of the songs that I first heard, and I was like, "There's a Memphis tradition, yeah. you know, like that still continues to this day." And you can't like because I didn't know Black Youngster was from Memphis at the time, and then I heard that beat, and I was like, "Oh, oh. dude!" And then uh, Take Heath does it, so he's from Memphis too. Is so Take Heath from time, Memphis? Yes. Oh yes. man, so yeah. Memphis is actually like. Yeah, really, really, really uh, Atlanta tends all- to overshadow it, right? Just because oh, yeah. Atlanta is the hub of of all things, you right. know. But um, Memphis is in a good place these yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Memphis is doing its thing. Um, I didn't realize. Yeah, Take Heath's from there too, and he's mm-hmm. definitely, definitely like, you know, top three over the last like two oh, years. Well, he's yeah. got a McDonald's commercial. He's got a McDonald's commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he got paid a lot of money for that. But uh, he probably, I'm sure he did. <laughs> Don't worry about it, Mike. He's fine. He got money bag, yo, yo, Gotti, black youngster, black boy, JB, black boy, JB, kind of a poo shiesty. Not, not, not reached the promise of somebody that had a big banger with Drake quite. You know, right, but, right, right. Yeah. But he, he was uh, Duke Deuce, who, who reminded us that Crunk ain't dead, and uh, that makes sense because Memphis really is the Crunk. The crunk capital. I love that Duke Deuce energy. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't. W- I hope he has like a breakout, big old banger song. Sometime. Yeah, that, the crunk ain't dead. Got a little run on the mix shows, but I yeah. mean, it was never, right. never. It's never as big as it was on the Yard podcast, <laughs> right? <laughs> but he needs a uh, he needs he needs his own like hard in the pain or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah. a really super crunk song. Like I don't know. Little John needs to get to get in the studio, make Crunk Juice two or something. Yeah, and I mean it's just all that's this is when I get so frustrated when I think of all these rappers that are out here, and then I hear the ones that break through, and I'm like, what the hell is so special about them that they that that's you know we were talking about that last week. Um, what were you saying about a rapper I mentioned? Oh no, well I was you mentioned Pooh Shiesty yeah. as being one of the uh, from Memphis. First of all, free free Pooh Shiesty, he's locked up right now. Oh, but uh, you know who he was discovered by, don't you? Well, well, why don't you let the art listeners know? It's, he's discovered by Gucci Man. Yeah, a- ATL. Huh? ATL. So the ATL connection is still there. Strong. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it got me thinking, being that he is kind of like one of like the new generations, like, you know, he's definitely a double XL cover guy and just right. like a big. We don't really talk enough about the great. Gucci Man's uh, A and R skills. Yeah, the guy is. Uh, we got to give this guy his, uh, his roses because uh-huh. uh, you know his before got to give him his flowers because <laughs> you know you had during like the heyday of like ten seventeen in the early time. You know right. you had him and Waka. Right. He put Waka out there. Uh-huh. OJ the Juice OJ Man. OJ the Juice Man. I was a big Juice Man guy. Were you? I, d- I enjoyed the I enjoyed the OJ the Juice. You know man. what I played the other night at Drake Night? What's I that? played Cop Chicken. Okay. Remember that song? <laughs> hey. Hey, thirty-two in a Hey, okay. 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 Hey, okay
was it 2009? This is off this like first. I feel like. I don't know. Then I hit your block with a straight drop. Three grand for the fit to have your block. I got a half a brick shed that me and Pills build with. Stamped up chicken, same color as the group is. Blue color, diamond, same color. You, have, you ever rediscover a song? And then just start listening to it like all the time, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. for no reason. That's me and Kappa Chicken over the. That's last, why like, it takes months. me so long to organize music because I'll be going through them and I'll just I'll start listening. Like, I'll be like, oh, this was my like, shit, when, when and it'll be like, like it'll be like Alicia Keys' unthinkable instrumental, like, and I'll be clean, like, oh, dude, just just gotta down really appreciate this. It's like this. cleaning when you're a kid cleaning your room and you discover that box of some fucking baseball cards, right, or something, you know? right? And now you're no longer cleaning your you're room. No you're looking clean. at baseball cards. Yeah, that. So, yeah. So then going down the line, you know, Young Thug, he was once signed to to Gucci at a certain point in time yeah, early yeah, on, yeah. you know. Um really early on just like as far as like doing features with them and doing co-mix tapes like Future Amigos, there's a Gucci Man connection uh-huh. too, you know. Like he was definitely like instrumental when they were they were already popping a little bit, but right. like he gave them the co-sign and then at the same time it was almost like a a juicy J effect of him being like, I'm right. the guy that like, you know, now, you know, I'm always connected to the kids or whatever. Right. You know, right. What's going on. And then Zaytoven, he gave us the, he, you know, Zaytoven was his in-house like beat maker. And uh-huh. That's why I was just going to say the Migos connection probably comes from that. That cause he, they, he did all the early Migos shit. Yeah. 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 And then uh Pee Wee Longway, who unfortunately did not pop off that, Hard. Right. Also, it was also at a time when when Gucci was locked up, so it's hard to be yeah. it's hard to be a CEO from from jail. And then it, he helped Chief Keef with his production career because yeah. like, I don't know if you know that, but like they they did a mixtape together where Chief Keef did like most of the beats. Oh, really? Yeah, and um, the Big Gucci Sosa uh-huh. project, and I guess that was kind of like kind of kicked off Chief Keef's more like production angle. And so then um, then you got a you got Asian Doll mm. like before she was known as. Uh, King Von's, uh, you know, ex girlfriend or whatever like that. She she was signed, but uh, he's been going crazy with the signings like as of late. Yeah, and it's like uh, from the randomest little places. Like you got uh, you got Big Walk Dog. Okay, I'll, I'll tell play us, some. Tell us about him. I don't know too much about him, but he's from Tutwiler, M- Mississippi. Okay, and uh, let's see if I got a Big Walk Dog song. Huh? There's some Big Walk Dog. Oh, no, no, that's this, is, this is vintage Dirty South Joe right here. Just putting you on to some southern <laughs> shit no one knows about. Six months from now, everyone will be like, well, no, it's not even about Big Walk Dog. Why you ain't playing no Big Walk Dog? <laughs> right? No, I think it's, it's, I don't think it's really about that so much as it's just about like, it's the man, Gucci, that's the one that's doing it. You know what I'm saying? He's like, just, Omar, the director. Omar the director. But it's also like Tutwiler, Mississippi. Like I just picture him just like Was he on was he on Twitter? Was he on YouTube? Like right, where did he right. find Big Walk Dog to be like, I'm gonna go see you, I'm gonna give you a chain, like, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. sign you to the new so icy okay. game. Sound he got a little Memphis little sounds like yeah, Nelly Chopper flow. He probably um, He's probably popping in the in the local scene, you know, and, exactly. and the word got to him. So, so, I like this too, and and I, and what it, you said it kind of reminds you of the Memphis flow a little bit, and I think. Really, what I like about it is it's not 
I'm sorry, I'm going to use this term. It's not, you know what I'm going to say, it's not, as opposed to a lot of Atlanta rappers. What? It's not mumbly. Oh. It's it's very, it's a, it's rapping, it's enunciated rapping, you know. That, are, you I think attributing, that's, are you attributing mumble rap to Atlanta? Yeah. Really? Why wouldn't you? Future, Young Thug. I like that. Don't get me wrong. I like Future and Young Thug. I didn't know. Well, I don't Young need Thug more. He's speaking like a whole other language. Yeah, but I don't need more of them. Uh, Young Thug and Future's fine. All right. I don't sure. need the other ones. Well, then you got to point at Designer in New York for being the fake Future. Well, that's one. Yeah, true. There's a lot. Well, let's just keep it moving then. Okay. That's a good point. Then yeah. you got to go over here to a little town famous for all the wrong reasons. A little place called Waco, Texas. Okay, Koresh. <laughs> Shout out, the, shout out to the Branch Davidians. For our younger listeners, David Koresh uh, was a coal leader who had a compound in Waco, Texas that the federal government bombed. That's pretty much to the uh, chagrin. Much to the, it was a controversial act. You have your libertarian freedom types that say the government has no right to do that. Then you have the, I don't know what was going on in that content. Were there children being abused that it needed to go in? I was young. I don't remember. Well, you but I'm sure it sound happens, like you're doing a I'm, Netflix doc. You know why? You know, you know why? I think there's a couple of, Netflix docs. You know right. why? Yeah. Because I was 14 or 15 when it happened, and I had this one history teacher Who was that was it. going the fuck off. <laughs> I, it's funny when I look back of how I was propagandized by some teachers. Yeah. And he was going the fuck off about how the federal government has Overstep no right to do that. And I'm sh I can just see these guys, if they're still alive today, doing the same shit with like, the election was stolen. There's no, pr like, I could just see, like, it's the same type of, uh, like, I don't know, w without social media. I'm sure if it happened today, there would be a variety of opinions. Right, right. right. <laughs> but well, what's happening with the rap scene? Well, you got a guy, you got a. <laughs> A young man named Hot Boy Wes. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, it's not Waco, Diplo. Texas. Huh? It's not Diplo. No, it's not okay. Diplo. <laughs> this little song called Soldier. Man, they can't get away from these guitar beats, can they? <laughs> what do you do? It's like I just play acoustic guitars on uh, rap songs. Uh, this, this, this is mumbly. Oh no, this part is It's pretty struggling. I struggle struggling. I feel it. Oh, he does like a two two different style, right? Is this featuring anyone? No, this is just Wes. Him on everything. The new 1017, baby. 1017, so icy, boys. I feel like there's 50 songs with that progression. So many. <laughs> I feel like that's like a super Los Angeles like, trap music sound. Is that, okay. so, 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 is that just like a kit? Like you put that in the fucking melody. So maybe that wasn't the most. Right, right. That was the most exciting song ever. But keep an eye out for Hot Boy West from Waco, Texas. Okay. 1017 So Icy Boys. Next, we're going to take a little trip. Gucci Man's going to get on the icy jet or maybe in the icy uh -huh. tour bus or something. And he's going to go to a little place called Blytheville, Arkansas. Damn. Yes. Banging in Little Rock. And uh, the he, I think he went there looking for Big, Big Fizzle, B-I-C Fizzle, uh -huh. who's, a, who's a senior in high school and the high school quarterback. 
Okay. And uh, but he's signed now to ten seventeen. Okay. And also, I guess maybe when he got down there, or maybe he had it in the plans all along. But uh, Big Fizzle has a has a cohort named Cootie, mm-hmm. and they do a lot of work together. And he got signed too. Okay. So you got these two boys from Byfield uh, here with the with Gucci Man, uh, Big Fizzle and Cootie. Let's see. Uh, I got some uh, this song right here. This is uh I think this might actually be a take it. But this is uh this is called Trap Mania featuring like Gucci Mane and Cootie. Uh-huh. Take it, fuck it. Okay. Hey. Mind you, man. This is a young boy. This is 17. Oh, he's a high yeah, school Yeah, yeah. They're both, they're both like. Ah, screwed it. <laughs> yeah, I like this shit. Hey, I always like it when there's like a duo that have distinctly different voices right, that right, know right, how to compliment right. each other. Family still hate me. You can't tell us nothing, bitch. You see, we made it out them trenches in the game, balling hard. Bitch, we finally off them benches. The caption re we winning with the trophy on the end. My girl jealous, say the Glock get more attention than extension. Show you how to flip a figure to a million. I got the Midas test, they say I'm something like a magician. I drop the top, I'm chilling now. My car is a kind of a Gucci style flow, a little bit. That is what that is Gucci. Oh, this is Gucci. Okay, I thought that was still Cootie. No, no, it's Gucci. You talking about how basically how good he is at finding these young bulls is okay. like next is there anything more american dream than being like in high school in a blytheville arkansas yeah. rapping and then Gucci man comes to town. He's just like, here's your chain. Right, right. I want you on the roster. Like it's just like to me. It's just like this is like this is the most exciting thing happening. Yeah, this is this like, is cool, man. I'm, like and this is all this, this is all happening in the last like few months. Right now, there was two guys that got signed at the same time as Pushaisty, mm-hmm. which is like I want to say last year, year and a half ago. That was also uh, Fujiano, mm-hmm. Who's also locked up right now? He's from Greensboro, Georgia. Okay, and then um, Big Scar, who's from Memphis. Uh-huh. Um, wait, but you know, before we leave, what we were just doing, let's let's just check out another uh, Cootie and Big Fizzle song. This is called Superfly. Oh, a little pusher man. Oh, this is some throwback pimp Memphis shit. You know what I mean? Even that snare is Memphis. Well, these that's are the Arkansas three, boys. Though. I know, but that 3-6, yeah. that's that 3-6 Memphis kit. Boop, boop, boop. I got 
Yeah, ho, it even got there. Yeah, ho. Is this Juicy J production or, or Project Pat? I don't know. Who produced this? Not Project Pat. Uh, um, DJ Paul? <laughs> um, I cannot see any production credits. What is this? But one week ago, what is the song called? Song is called Superfly. Obviously. <laughs> cool. And Big who, who does the song? Cootie and Big Fizzle. Big. B-I-C, not Big. This, this song came out like a week and a half ago. You've also got Fujiano and uh, Big Scar. Yeah, nigga. Huh? Song's called Molly. This is kind of pop. This is kind of a hit. It's about, about a baby mama. Baby mama ain't shit. She won't let me see my son. But you fuck with him, mama pop my gun, pussy ain't no one-on-one. Nigga, we come from the slum. Third around, fifth around, hundred round, yeah, pussy bought him drunk. How you praying like a nun? I ain't never been an actor. Patch a nigga with that cap of shit, we gon' stuff his ass like a cap. The mayor, but she call me mouse. Got her to the spot, gave that bitch a perk, now she geeking like a banshee. She couldn't even understand me. When I told her, drop a pen. Four the eight, I get them gone. But it's a hundred million dollar phone. They hit my jack, they say they need the strong. Why you look broken, hey, you need a loan. My nigga, I'm nicer, you can have a loan. Your bitch told me that was nice and then we bone. I'm trying to cuff a nigga, know I'm gone. Chop on the deep, boy, I'm in the zone. Ain't got to say it, you know how I'm coming. Been up there hanging like a monkey. Say he got 50 back down in the dungeon. Why he take some man, he say he bombing. Say he gon' shoot, what bit what it do? I think he bluffing, nigga, what a proof. Told you we coming there, we I'ma leave you with no roof. Yeah, you know, free Pooh free Fujiano. Yeah, I like I like the 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 Bic Fizzle and Cootie. That's what you like best. Yeah, about? I think. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty. Seem. I like. And I the like fact it. that they're very young is promising too. You know, because I. But I feel like if Take Heath and Gucci are working together, you can tell there is a respect for the tradition. It's almost like uh, I'm not gonna say it's that far, but it's almost like a uh, like a pro era. Doing older New York shit, you know, it's not, it's a little more relevant than that, but it's I can I hear that and it reminds me of early two thousands Southern music, right? Right. You know, right. so I feel like even like the yeah ho, you like all that shit. It's uh, it's there's a respect for the tradition of Southern rap in that new stuff. Oh, I right. feel like we're at that point too. Right, where, that where should that be the early two thousands is probably. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've it's been classic. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. classic, classic, and 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 sort of slept on. So, so it's like, right? It wasn't. Out. It wasn't really the commercial success that other music was. Like we're talking about Jada Kiss and, right. and stuff like that. You know. So here's a uh, you know Big Scar from Memphis. Um, you know, also like I said, he was signed at the same time as as those other guys as uh, Fujiano and mm-hmm. uh, Pusha T a couple years back. So this song is called uh, "I Would Keep Going." Whoa, whoa, Green whoa, Grim Reaper Gang. Let's go. Whoa, 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 
Is that, oh, have we entered a new world of bragging how you beat COVID rap? Is that what just happened there? That's the wave, and then, then, uh, like I mentioned before, you know, he he had signed Asian Doll before, but she left. Yeah. she left the label back in like January. I would, and then, I would, uh, but there is a new first lady, you know, so I see girls, ten uh-huh. seventeen. Her her name is Enchanting. Okay, and she is from uh, Fort Worth, Texas. Hmm. And uh, here's a song of hers called "Wanna Some," and uh, she's kind of got a bit, like kind of a a gangster whispery flow going Ooh. on. Is that filtered or something? Or is that just an effect? Is bitch head, do you watch thick and move, nigga? No, I'm played it. Ain't no cap and shit, we clap and shit, nigga. No, I'ma spray that. The hops going down, down. Oh, well. She is whispering. Take me to Poundtown. We're right, BBs, I thought. I'm a real ass pee and ain't no it. Got bands on flesh, nigga, blow it. Yeah, I'm really that bitch and I show it. How much I got is a whole lot. Kiss on that bitch, your whole thigh. When in your trouble, I'ma stick up the whole spot. Boy, you be everywhere, hoes not. Want some? Yeah, want some. Want some? Yeah, I want some. Why they bitches staring at me like they want some? Nigga, give me money like you owe me some. Interesting. Hey, I don't want your nigga, I join these bands, want some. It's always a bold move to, to go whisper. You know? Is every song whispery? I don't think so. I think actually uh, she got a song with Big Scar that came out four months ago called Dead Ops. Let's see what that's all about. Is that like a version of the other Dead Ops? Big cool, scar, baby. enchanting. Oh, she is a whisperer. It's also pretty easy on the eyes. I would imagine so. I would imagine so. You got like seven, eight, nine artists now like yeah. on the on the roster that are all just like up and coming and like Pooh Shiesty is obviously, you know, the early breakout star, but this man does not let up. Right. Yeah, no, that's that's actually that's actually really cool, man. I like all that. Uh it's good to get back into that space where you're digging for for unknown gems and stuff like that and kinda like finding 
finding new stuff that will be more popular. That, that's that's ultimately the essence of what we do, you know, what yeah. we've always been about. But also just like from the uh, perspective of even uh, having uh, CEO-type aspirations, just seeing the way yeah. that Roderick Davis, the great goo-wop, just goes out and does it uh-huh. compared to like all these other labels, especially labels that are related to artists yeah. and stuff like that. The you can't get more mu- in the mud than Blytheville, Arkansas signing high schoolers. Right, you know? right, right. And those two guys, I'm not gonna lie, out of everybody that I played today, yeah, yeah. I just think we all need to like, you know, pay attention and give respect yeah, to, to what Gucci Man's doing, like both in the past, present, and in the future, because uh he's a fucking genius, man. Yeah, I wasn't um I was not up on this. I was not hip. Should we go into uh some new joints, maybe? You heard this new Tierra uh, Whack house song? Yo, can I, I will say, oh yeah, her people hit me up specifically, I guess, because of where I DJ at. Oh, really? Yeah, and they were like, can we send you this? Unfortunately, I just I just bought it on iTunes. Yeah, this shit's hot. This is perfect. This is exactly a new song we need to be talking about. Yeah. Fashion shows, fancy clothes. Are you going to play this at the, at the Voyeur? I already ended the night with it last Friday. And people stayed with it. People liked it. People watched it. And then I even did a little old school end of the night since it was the last song. Thank you all for coming out tonight. We got to end it. We got to wrap it up. That was the new Tierra Whack, in case anyone was wondering. Gave gave that old school. When you when you play it, say it. Remember it used to say that on the record? Say it. When you play it, say it. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely going for a very specific vibe, right? Which, which is, which is works. I mean, it talks about walk the beat. Yeah. Fancy, fancy clothes. Oh, by the way. Not that you're going to hear this on the same day, but it's TRWAC's birthday today. Happy birthday, TRWAC. Okay. Happy birthday, Wilbur. Shout out on the new jam. Did you have anything new while you got the aux cord? Yeah, I got one more song. This okay. is uh, this new Isaiah Rashad and uh, Lil Uzi. It's called From the Garden. I think it's pretty cool. Came out bussin', came out puffin', came Ooh. out fuckin' on your cousin. I do all these fluzes, what's Then they daddy, but you love her, you in trouble. I'm the sending, I'm gon' bob her to a setting. That's your busy, it ain't shit. I went shopping, left it running, check my honeys, check my onion. We watch cable and my papa wasn't trapping, but my uncle the setting, Mr. Magic. Now where's this come? This is who is this? Isaiah Rashad and uh Lil Uzi. What's his deal? I don't know very much about him. He's on uh, TDE. He's on TDE. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. I actually heard this on the radio. Philly radio. Okay. But I think oh, Lil Uzi's on it. Yeah, yeah. Uzi. Peace.
competitive G. I'm trying to get out of motherfucking cheese. Bitch, I'm a boss, I'm wherever it be. I've been on tour, I see more. I told them motherfuckers, feed me beats. Just like my music, yo, bitch, came you gon' listen. Came out, listen, came out. Good, maybe answer. Who? Faruko. Yeah. Peppas. Peppas. Yeah, yeah. You getting requests for that? No, I just wanted to know more about it. I just think it's a crazy sort of song because it's like it's it's like it's like Spanish, then it's house, and it's just like a little yeah, bit yeah. Above, I I got a I get a couple requests for that. I still haven't played it though. I'm always like I intend to play it and then I forget once I get it or I don't get back in that up tempo Latin vibe, you know? Really? Yeah, like where do you where do you go from here? The the in the ghetto. Yeah, yeah. true, true. Or goes to class, straight up Donza Kaduro. Right. Yeah, that's where you're at. Yeah. Hold on. Did anyone hear Buster Rhymes on the La Mama remix? Yes. Buster Rhymes on the what? La Mama. The, the no. El Alpha. Oh, La Mama. Oh, I don't know. I might. Oh, my. This is kind of big room, right? Right. That's what I mean. Yeah, that's like 2012 yeah. right there, you know? A workout. <laughs> hey, man, I love that these songs exist. You know what I mean? You give me an up-tempo Latin with a big room vibe, like... Well, as you just mentioned, let's check. I gotta hear this. It's Buster Rhymes remix of Mom. Oh, he just yep. he sent it off from the top. Oh, that's hot. Buster was fucking awesome. <laughs> All right, can we All just right. pause and rewind yeah. for just a second yeah, and talk yeah. about the, the the issue that I that with this highly anticipated Buster Rhymes album that he dropped six months ago that was just fucking bullshit. Yeah, why? He why? Thing, when he he's did, capable he of for old guys. Doing, yeah, he made it. For he made old it for guys. old guys. Yeah, when, like, yeah. why can't he just make the super futuristic Buster Rhymes album that we know he needs to make? The one right. that has like. All the elements of all the crazy futurism that yeah. he is a part of. Yeah. Like, rap, he's so great on, at rapping. Yeah, yeah. Nobody can rap rapping as fast and as awesome as Buster Rhymes. Right. Like, think about the Look at Me Now verse. Like, that should just be extended to a whole universe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell? I was so disappointed with that. I was yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, me too. Despite our peers and their uh, exaltations of its amazingness. Because, like, nobody, nobody. Nobody else is in that space, in that right. lane. No, like, right. it's all his. So the fact that he came out with such a fucking tepid fucking music for old people-ass album yeah, is, like, yeah. really, really, really disappointing. I right. think we talked about it. He had just done the remix for the Young T and Bugsy. That's what it was, Like, yep. a month before. And he killed that. Uh -huh. Exactly, exactly. Ah, I don't know. Well, that's yeah, enough for me, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> some that, bangers that, that was actually really good, uh, really good selections there. <laughs> so, uh... I don't have an opinion on this next one. Oh. I, I, I did initially, and then I, I, I wheeled it back. But it's not to say that this doesn't have, may have its place in all of our DJ in lives. In society? Whoa, I have an opinion. Awesome. <laughs> yes. 
sampling Laffy Taffy. Yeah. What is this? Tiger? This is Bubblegum by Tiger. I think, I think you can't go wrong. That man knows how to stay in the strip club. That man has been in the strip club for a decade now. It's just funny because the last episode you were like, Tiger should have more row. And I was like, yeah, kind of. And then I went and heard this and I was like, got the four claps updated. So it's updated. You got the four claps. Yeah, I, I think you need this, right? I need this. I think you need this. Because you can, you can play it on its own. It's, it's 88 BPM, so you can go down, you can go up from it. You can throw. You can introduce a throwback set with Laffy Taffy with it. It is very functional, I think, which is why I say I don't have an opinion on it on whether or not I like it or whether or not I needed a Laffy Taffy update. But oh, it, as a DJ, has this got Jason Derulo on it too? Not that I know of. Please don't bring Jason Derulo <laughs> into this. <laughs> the song's called Bubblegum, right? Mrs. Bubblegum by Tyga. Well, I just looked it up on my record pool and it says Jason Derulo and Tyga Bubblegum. Oh, dude. I haven't heard Jason Derulo yet. Not on this version. This has been in my crate since 7.30, July 30th. I thought you meant like 7.30 no, this morning. Yeah. Jason Derulo, shake it ass for Tyga, girl. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't know, it'll forever be one of my favorite memes yeah, is the I one about Jason Derulo <laughs> falling down the stairs that like you know uh, I, gotta, I don't even feel like fucking talking about that what what the new the new Silk Sonic song Skate <laughs> Skate yeah, yeah I played it this past weekend because yeah. I was doing you know rooftop and lounge right no no th- no exactly it's it's that I'm just such a f- big fan of the music it's trying to sound like right. that I'm just like I'd rather just hear that. Well, that was the thing. I don't like. I played it. I don't think anybody cared though. I, w- I think I. It could. They could care though, right? Yeah. Do you think? It's fine. It's fine. It's inoffensive. Yeah. Not gonna. Not gonna offend anyone. I'm I feel like this just, is just like something just you play at the wedding to yeah. like let for the old folks to be like to let them know that us young folks we got music that you guys might like. <laughs> yeah, I'll just I'm <laughs> like just gonna play this. I'm just gonna play the place. spinners. I'll be around. You know what I mean? Like that's gonna make me well, feel much. You gotta play something after the spinners. I'll be around at the wedding, uh, so you might as well play maybe some OJ's or something. True, true, true. It's definitely in the wedding boogie. It thing. is. It, that is what wedding <laughs> boogie. I like that. I just have a crate called Groovers, and it's stuff like that, and it's just like all updated like. Songs with like mostly Bruno Mars, but you also have like yeah. your Doja Cat say so and Kiss Me More <laughs> and songs like that and like uh, Weekend, uh, you know, the Save Your Tears, yeah. all that shit. So that's that exists. Speaking of songs, <laughs> you're never you you will never need this song for the club. Mark my words, but I am so happy it exists. Oh, a Metallica and J Balvin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wherever I may roam. Yes. I heard this, John. Yo, you heard it on my IG. Speaking probably, of those yeah. groovers, do you know uh, BBNO? Got a song with Rich Bryant. <laughs> 
Yeah, so that exists. Well, so there's a cares. whole Metallica album uh-huh. that's like that. That's like a bunch of people kind of reinterpreting Metallica uh, songs all off of the Black album, which is just the... That's the, off. Is, is that what this is on? Or do you think... What's interesting is it's Yeah, yeah, it's no, credited. it's on it because I checked it. Oh, I went to iTunes oh, to check. Okay, I don't know. Went, yeah, I was like, I was really curious. I was like, why does this exist? And so I got to the bottom of it. Oh, yeah. okay, good, good, good. Good investigative. Yeah, man, skills, I've been man. on my shit lately, bro. I hear something crazy. I'm uh-huh. like, what the fuck is yeah, that? Like, about? I got a fucking podcast to be on. Exactly. Man. I gotta get a, some, some. Why? Knowledge. Why is Jay Balvin doing a song with Metallica off of the Black Album? Right, right, right. Out. There's a whole and why and more Black interesting. Album. Why is it credited as featuring Metallica when it's just a sample? It's a Jay Balvin song over a beat that samples Metallica. But yet. isn't there a little bit of like Metallica singing in, oh, towards I don't the end know. of the song? Oh, you I haven't gotten that far. I right? haven't gotten that far. I was just, I was just glad it existed, and that was enough for me. Well, there's, let me, let me, let's see. There's another uh, Spanish Skrillex joint too with Jay Cortez. Oh, for real? What's that all about? The album's called The Metallica Blacklist. Okay. Weezer does Inner Sandman. So does Elisa Cara in The Warning. It's not out yet. Just some songs. This is the forbidden tempo, too. They're really making you put yourself on the line with these intros, yeah. aren't they? Like, oh. like, 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 please make it easy for me to like have the balls to play a new song. Just give me some drums, yeah, right? You know, the Neptunes, wherever I may roam, featuring Metallica. We're gonna have to peep that after this. That it's not out yet. Uh. It's not even can't get to hear it just this track listing right, well, here Cyrus. comes some drums the Skrillex drone this is the poolside this yeah. is rooftop all definitely day. rooftop Javert, right throw there. this one in the rooftop set this is gonna kill him uh-huh that you said this is Skrillex drone this is Jay Cortez and Skrillex. So I guess he's got a project where he's working with a lot of the uh, the reggaeton artists. He's also got a project where he's just like, you're not going to hear um, hard-ass dubstep. You're going to hear smooth-ass house music. Do the right. Whole fucking thing. Right, right, right. I wouldn't be mad if we get some Moombatone out of that project. Uh, he, he, he's, known to, he's known to toss his hat in the Moombatone ring. You know? There's a new DJ Snake. Ring the alarm, DJ Sneak featuring Mala. Mala. This is Dead Prez. <laughs> they Man, a, they're they not afraid song. of some long intros, are they? All right, let's see. It's big room. We're going hard. What's about to happen? Somebody's about to ring the goddamn alarm. This is kind of like some old school techno, right? Like, kind of like. Who is this? Little ravey, old ravey. Yeah, who stuff. is this again? It's DJ Snake. Oh, this is the oh. DJ Snake. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Oh. Them, I've heard them, this. I heard this. Them boys, them boys, Swedish House Mafia are back at it too. Yeah, featuring Ty Dolla Sign and 070 Shake. Really? I was just talking. Yeah. I like the new Swedish House Mafia. Both. They got another they, one too. This is their mid tempo though. Yeah. It's chill, chill wave. Yeah. It sounds like a little uh, weekend. Weekend's got yeah. a new one. Yeah. yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Very 80s uh-huh. again. Like he knows, he knows what he's doing. First one they did too with the kind of old school ravey. Yeah, it's it was kind of interesting. Called it gets better. Yeah. The Swedish house, Ma- yeah. house mafia too. I mean, Daft Punk might have broke up, but Swedish house mafia reunited, <laughs> and that's all I need. I like that beat. What's this song called? It gets better. That's a good thing to name your song that has a slow burn. Uh. <laughs> so, this is hot. I just, I think this is the, I don't know how much better it gets. <laughs> you got a breakdown here, right? Yeah, it needs an edit. That's a long breakdown I just skipped. And then what's the what's the drop like? Okay. Woo! Okay. It's good, but hey, they definitely weren't like we're just gonna come back with some 2012 big room EDM. Like they're like we're gonna be interesting. Yeah. Speaking of our boy Wes, uh, his joint. Don't be afraid. Remember when we saw him, he played this, and I was like, oh, this is his new song. The Tame Impala sounded, John? Yeah, but what I like about it is that when I first heard it, I was like, that's cool. That's cool. I like that. But like my second or third time, I was like, I really like this. Like, it is catchy, yeah. man. It's so Tame Impala. Yeah. It's featuring Damien Lazarus featuring Jungle. Diplo and Damien Lazarus featuring Jungle. I wanted to end the night with this, but I remembered that Tierra Wax song first, and I was like, let me get that in there. I only had like two minutes. It's a good vibe. But those are two songs from uh, electronic artists that are not big room, and they're, they're kind of interesting, and I don't really know where they belong in my life, but I like them, yeah. you know? Some good new joints. Some good new joints. Um, is it controversial to tell people that are listening to the art podcast to go get vaccinated? So hey, I mean, I did. I, I don't tell people what to do. I just tell them what I did. And if, if, if you want to look at my life and say, hey, that guy seems like he's doing his thing. I'm just, maybe I should listen to him. Then that's what I then you can do that. Hey, I'm just trying to say I like DJing and stuff yeah. out there. And, and like I'm, I didn't realize how much I missed it in the real world. Mm-hmm. And, God bless Twitch, but I don't ever want to go back there and do that again. <laughs> um, and uh, you don't don't get the world shut down again. Well, um, 
we we're we're saying this on the day where we just the went, city went just announced the city just announced that businesses will either have to require vaccination or masks. Right. I don't know what's or easier proof from a club. of a negative COVID test. Yeah, yeah, that that who's trying to go through all that, man, to just to go out somewhere, you know, like and how long does that last? Because you can have a negative COVID test and then get COVID the next day. Um, I mean, I think if you're just going to be out and DJing, mm-hmm. why not? Yeah, you know, because I mean, eventually you want to go home and and you're going to see other folks. So. Yeah, yeah. I also I I actually think that everyone's just going to get it eventually. It's going to get what, COVID? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's here, man. It's here. Like when you're a kid, you all get chicken pox. Right. But uh, fortunately, chicken pox, once you get them, you don't get them again. This is more like the flu where you can get it every year. I already know pe- someone who's gotten it twice. Who's, got, who's gotten the vid twice? Yeah. Yeah. They got it in that first March wave, and then they got it in this last winter wave in February. Motherfucker, I'm ill. <laughs> Not sick. <laughs> Not sick. <laughs> so who's the different the different type of people who don't have the vaccine? Oh yeah, yeah, we had. There's, a, like, there's definitely like the certain, fir- there's different types, right? right? Like so you, you got, got your, group group one is your uh, essential oils and uh, healing crystals. <laughs> healing crystals. Like I don't set. need the I don't need the vaccine. I got the 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 healing crystal will knock the COVID. Right. Out I've got me. this. Uh, or, or I I operate on a higher vibration than right. COVID. They're yeah, built got, different. Right. <laughs> right. But it's a it's a built different combined with a uh, natural. Remedies, kind of, yeah. uh, you know, in herbs. Yeah, and yeah, right. So, so there's that. Someone's then, help. Someone's having a heart attack. Does anyone have any essential oils? <laughs> then your 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 second one is your 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 right right wingers, right? Who who are they? Kind of just want to spite le- the, libertarian type, right? Uh, who may even have gotten the vaccine, but just want to argue about the mandatory I can't just say there's right wingers because there's a whole left wing side of people who are kind of the same way towards it just the distrust of the yeah government right types and, and i'll be honest i don't blame anyone for for distrusting anything at this point nah. because we've gotten yeah. so much conflicting information from every side imaginable and it goes back and forth and there's where don't you don't have to wear a mask wear a mask the vaccine stops you from getting it well well there's breakthrough cases but they're rare but actually we're seeing that they're not very rare they right. actually happen a lot you know so it's like who the fuck knows man then you got I, your right. Jabera referred to earlier as the <laughs> Tuskegee experiment folks yeah, yeah 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 that are just like right they, but they and they kind of fall into the distrust of the government too yeah. right yeah. That, like you're you're looking at historically uh, why? Why it is understandable why any black person would be fearful of the government, right. as we all, as I don't know, so much shit, right? It's endless. And then what there's was endless it? examples of how the government doesn't really care about your health; they just want to cover their ass. And that, what was the fourth we're... group that we were discussing? Oh, the people that just don't give a fuck about <laughs> anything. Yeah, like <laughs> they don't have an ID, they don't have a bank account. Right. They ne- they've never what, like. What, what, they, they only go to the doctor if they have to go to the emergency room because something's like about to end their life. Right. You know, they like they just they don't do anything that is uh, preventative or in any way shows some type of like responsibility. Mm. And that's like there's that the, that that exists in all populations is like that dude who's just like if it if it's not going to get me high, get me laid, or get me paid, I'm not doing it. You know, I'm going to sit on the couch all day and just right. like talk shit. And and then yeah, <laughs> and I. I think that how I think, big a chunk of the population is that? Is that a? I would say more, I would say twenty percent. Wow, 10, 10 to twenty percent. 
Just, just people that just don't give a shit. On the man. fringe of the fringe. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe if you show up at their door with a vaccine, they'll be like, okay, because I don't have to do anything. And a six but pack. But anything that requires vaccine and a six pack. Right, right. Yeah, I, I think, uh, I think that's a, I think it's an unaccounted for sector of the population. Like everyone wants to blame it on the, the, the prior three. Folks right? that like, didn't fill uh, out the census. Know, Right, right, just shit like that, you know? Just people who just don't care. They just don't do, they don't give a shit about anything, you know? Right. I think that's a lot of people. Yeah, so yeah, uh, official art podcast stance is get the vaccine. <laughs> Go get that shit. Uh, like, it's it's free. It's it's easily available. It's just not a big deal, man. Now, someone who's got, I, I got it for... There are the people that are like the profit motivation of the pharmaceutical industry and blah, blah, blah. This is all a scam. It's like, well, there's a profit motivation to everything that exists. Yeah. I mean, you could say the profit motivation is what got it here so quick. You know, there's two ways you can look at this. You can look at it cynically or you can say this is a miracle of modern medicine. They got this shit out that quickly, you know. That's true. So to... The, there was a global pandemic, and the, the greatest minds and corporations came together to, to do something that's never been done before so we can continue on with our life. You know, that's, that's the optimistic take. That's the take of someone who's just not looking to be uh, divisive, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, you don't hear that take very often, <laughs> you know? That, even from pro-vaxxers, it's more about shaming anti-vaxxers. It's never just about a positive promotion of something that could be, like, amazing, you right. know? Maybe not. Maybe it is. Maybe it was oversold, you know, which I'm starting to kind of think. It was a bit oversold. It's not, like, the miracle that it initially was. You know? <laughs> You're making me want to go back and watch uh, Quavo on the Breakfast Club again when he was just, like, the realization that it wasn't a like a like a cure. You well, know I mean? they'll be, that's what people think vaccine means, and that is that is the the PR department's fault that they they weren't honest. Yeah, you know they they didn't make that clear. And you know why I know I don't I might have said this on the last part. I might have said this to someone. I always knew that the vaccine didn't stop you from getting it, and that you could give it to other people with the vaccine because. I followed Joe Maz on Twitter and he posted a video of the Pfizer CEO saying that. And because I am open to every source, no matter how bizarre some of it may be, I do my investigation. I don't just dismiss everything because of who it's coming from. That's where things got fucked up with this thing from the gate. Just because Trump said something or the right said something or the left said something, everyone on the other side disparaged it and blocked it out. Instead of like take picking and choosing what's true from both ends and then finding a solution. So because I watched that, I always knew this is what the vaccine was. Right. Now, do I think there's a conspiracy and they want to reset the world, institute socialism worldwide? No. But that was a true video that post that was posted of this Pfizer CEO saying we, we are not sure if the vaccine stops you from transmitting it to others. That was, he said that point, you know, and that's that's obviously true. Right. You know? So, I don't know. I'm so t- I'm, I'm tired of, like, just everyone hating each other, you know? <laughs> I don't want to argue with people no more. I don't want to jump down people's throats for shit. I don't blame anyone, really, for feeling the way they do. It's been a tough time for everyone. So, I don't know. Try and go easy on each other, people. That's 
beautiful message today. Yeah, maybe we'll uh, love one another. Maybe we'll end it on that. <laughs> maybe we'll end it on that. And someone's right now like, yeah, easy from you say from your point of privilege, where you know the you microphone, <laughs> yeah. the seat, yeah. sitting down yeah. in a chair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good way to end it, I guess. Hard, hard. hard.